Hey, party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. And this week on the show, I am joined once again by Wormtooth for a very special game of You're in Space and Everything is Fucked. You're in Space and Everything is Fucked, which is a title that I'm going to say with my full chest and every ounce of my enthusiasm every time I get to say it, is a gruesome sci-fi horror RPG by friend of the show Nevin Holmes. It is a love letter to sci-fi cosmic horror and gore-filled splatter films, video games like Dead Space and System Shock, movies like Alien. It tells the story of a lone survivor trapped on a hostile space station while all kinds of horrific shit happens around them. The game, that's You're in Space and Everything's Fucked, goes to Kickstarter on March 8th, but there is a playable demo available at fork20.itch.io, which you can download right now. You can find a link to that in the show notes. Go check out the game, play it. I think it's a ton of fun. I had so much fun playing this game. And I really think you will too. You can find more information about You're in Space and Everything's Fucked at fork20, that's F-O-R-K, T-W-E-N-T-Y.itch.io, or you can check the show notes for more information. Wormtooth is, of course, one of my favorite guests to have on the show. He is also an industrial rap artist, a multimedia art cryptid. You can find his work at wormtooth.net. He released a new album in September, The Man in the Long Coat, which you can check out on Spotify, YouTube, or Bandcamp. You also heard a sample of the title track of that album at the top of the episode, and you will hear the full track at the end of the show. As always, you can find all of those links in the show notes for more information. And with all that said, let's go ahead and throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. Uh, this week, I could not be more excited to once again be sitting down with my good friend, Wormtooth. Wormtooth, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Uh, thank you, Jeff. It's great to be here. Uh, real quick, before we dive in, why don't you take a moment to let the lovely listeners at home know about anything you've got going on that you might want them to know about. So here's the deal party people normally we try to wait like two three months between recording an episode and releasing it four or five if we have like a longer than normal backlog there were delays on the back end Wormtooth was wonderful as always about it and i really appreciate his flexibility in this that said the things that he was promoting 18 months ago are not necessarily the things that he wants to promote now so i asked him if he would like to re-record the what do you have going on you want the audience to know about segments and he did so here you go take it away Wormtooth. Yeah, I just put out a new album in September called The Man in the Long Coat. Uh, we released that on Virtual 94 Records. Um, you can find uh, that on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, every, everywhere you listen to music. Um, if you want more information about Wormtooth, you can go to wormtooth.net or find my music videos on youtube.com slash wormtooth or find my art on instagram.com slash underscore wormtooth. Um, and... Um, I've given you the titular track from The Man in the Long Coat, also called The Man in the Long Coat. Uh, I don't know if you played that at the beginning or the end or whatever, but uh, yeah, that one's also called The Man in the Long Coat. It'll give you some kind of idea of uh, what my what the Wormtooth sound is. And with that, let's throw it back to me in the past. So side note, from a recording standpoint, from a production standpoint, uh, this is a game. Uh, I'll talk about the game that we're playing in a minute, but this is a game about like tension and that feeling of unease and that feeling mm -hmm. of that anything could go horribly wrong at any second. And if you're hearing the sounds of a catastrophic thunderstorm, that's because uh, we are we are matching theme to recording conditions, and this might turn into a power outage in any minute. Great. But if you're hearing this audio, that means that we made it through okay. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so with that, are you ready to play a game this week? 
I am ready to play. So we are, this week, we are playing, uh, I have been excited to say this title on mic uh, since I found out that we were going to play it. Uh, we are playing You're in Space and Everything's Fucked. Uh, You're in Space and Everything's Fucked is by Nevin Holmes, and it is a game inspired by uh, things like Dead Space, Alien, uh, Prometheus. It is about uh, a random person who has woken up on a space station to find uh, horrifying monsters. Uh, and the other thing is that you're going to die repeatedly, uh, probably viciously and violently. And you'll have to kind of, so there's a little bit of a time loop element to it. It's a little bit video gamey and uh, you are going to try and uh, achieve an objective, which you'll find out about in a moment. Um, so we have built a character off mic. I will have you introduce them in just a moment. But first, I have a little bit of an open mo opening monologue to set the scene. Great. Activating clone recovery protocol. Clone recovery protocol.exe has loaded successfully. Installing memorybanks.exe. Dot, dot, dot. Memorybanks.exe is corrupted. Would you like to recover an earlier save file? Earlier save file. Loaded successfully. Welcome to the Ghidorah 3 space station. Enjoy your stay! Uh, you stumble out of a... There's a, there's a burst of smoke, uh, and you stumble out of a pod wearing a... Wearing an unflattering gray jumpsuit. Mm -hmm. uh, and you are in, like, a stodgy, mostly... Uh, you look around, uh, you, you are in a stodgy, almost uh, completely, like, looted and, and uh, abandoned and torn to shreds. Uh, what looks like it was at one point an armory, but good luck finding anything of value in it. And the first thing that you see is uh well there's no easy way to put this the first thing that you see is your own dead body oh i i feel like i'm i've i step i'm like still responding to the narration like what where what is this uh, uh, uh oh what jeez i <laughs> like i think that's it like i just yep. like don't you know like i don't i just like stand there for a moment looking at every taking it all in and with that we flash back to the bits that you remember Okay. Uh, so introduce us to your character this week. Um, my character is Paul Anders. Uh, he, him. Um, he has, uh, in the flashback, he has uh, straight uh, blonde spiky hair. We just saw him with dark curly hair, I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Like his, yep, like, yep, yep. his perm and spiky hair is like gone. And uh, he, uh, he is kind of... Um, Let's say he he looks like he works out, but just to look good, not actually strong or anything like that. Um, has a has you know abs, but no uh, no muscle mass. Uh, mm -hmm. And um, he is in a really slick back uh, suit. I think like the ties has like a lights like led lights or something or whatever uh the new thing is that that says the name of his company right um which is like let's say uh anders security yep love it uh it's his dad's company perfect love it right he he works there as a uh he does security des uh, tech design uh mostly the works on uh robots 
security drones and uh, security drone cameras, to be specific. I love it. Um, and so, uh, what you, what you, what the, the thing that we see, uh, flashback Paul or Paul, Paul, right? Paul, Paul Anders. Flashback Paul, um, is in a meeting with, uh, your, your father, uh, mm-hmm. your father, uh, your father, Chase Anders, who is, think, uh, who is, a, is a Wallace Shawn type is the best way that I can describe it. I don't um, know if I know Walsh Sean. He is the uh he is the Sicilian from Princess Bride. Okay, yes. Uh is wander is walking back and forth as a person in very intimidating future military garb. Uh yes. has their hand has like their their hand over the bridge of their nose and it's just like, well, I you know, I look, I I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to yell. We're not that kind of military organization. Mm-hmm. And your dad is just pacing back and forth, mumbling. I, look, I, we can make this. We can make this right. I promise you we can make this right. Here's what you here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. And he, he, he looks at you very menacingly mm-hmm. and says, I'm going to send my best guy and we're going to fix this. I like I'm like shaking my head no and like my like no 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 like my and hands are like like saying no like oh and like I'm like faking like a cough quietly like you know like I'm I'm not we we flash uh, we smash cut we smash cut to you sitting on an autopilot single person ship there is no one else here you look extraordinarily bored your spiky blonde hair has grown out a little bit and so now yeah. it's a little more frosted tips. Right, right. Um what 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 are you what do we see you doing to to illustrate your extraordinary boredom? I think that I'm playing a like a game on like I imagine having like a a wrist phone type thing um that I am playing like a little uh like a little video game with one hand and with the other hand I am uh throwing paper like there's just like a stack of papers and i'm like crumpling it up and throwing it into a trash can like it's not it it looks like it's like an instruction manual or something that i'm ripping pages out of uh we see you flying towards this like gleaming bright beautiful space station um and then we smash cut again to you stumbling out of this pod uh and staring at your own dead body in this mostly abandoned armory uh-huh. Um, and what you notice is that, uh, what you notice is that the, the, the you that you're looking at does not have spiky blonde hair, has curly brown hair that is like a little bit higher than chin length. Okay. And like a bad beard, like not a good beard. I don't, I, I think I say like, well, th- that's just. This is a like I think at this point I see it. I'm like, well, this is just either a really bad dream or a terrible prank because I know better than to grow a beard. Um, yeah, and and the important thing is that it does not look like it is a like it was a long term decision. It just looks like it was a a beard of necessity. Okay, like we the viewers, we the viewers look at that and are like, oh, you've just you just have not shaved in a week and a half, right? 
Uh, I, uh, I think that this is like, I'm like lift up the body, like to test my theory that this is not, that this is fake. Like this is somehow a prank or something. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think my head is in, this is my dad trying to teach me a lesson about something. Yeah. Like this is somehow some like weird, elaborate lesson. And I just like pick it up, like assuming it will be very fake or whatever. And it, like, um, you pick it up, and, like, you, the thing is, is that, like, when, when you, you know, bodies are heavy, uh-huh. and so it just, like, you just kind of fall backwards, and it kind of falls onto you. Oh, God. I, yeah, I think that it, it oh, is, is there blood? Is there, like, a sign of what? Um, there is, there is, there is no blood. It has been sucked dry. Okay. But there looks like there is like a wound. Yeah, oh, there's a nasty wound. Where's okay. uh, it is? It is. It is in the side of the gut, and like a chunk of the side of the gut is missing. Okay, I like the idea that I like fall, and then like the the gut is like like right in my face, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and I like just scream and probably wake up five minutes later. Yep, <laughs> like just pass out, like. Th- this is just a little much for his my right. delicate sensibilities. Uh, and then uh, I, like, push the body off of me. And uh, I guess, like, is it wearing clothes? It is It is wearing the exact same jumpsuit that you're wearing. Uh-huh. Uh, which is not the jumpsuit, the, not the outfit. What was your outfit like before that is not this identical jumpsuit? I think we saw, like, when we saw the flashback of me playing the thing, like, my hair grew out, but my beard was still shaved, and I was in a a different fancy suit. Like, he wears a fancy suit all the time. Like, that's his thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the slick slick, uh, suit with a different fancy uh, expensive tie, um, that's just who he is. So this is... Also, kind of a little traumatic. This is this is a gray jumpsuit with a with a with a brown like bomber jacket over it. Okay, all right. Uh, I check the pockets of uh, his bomber jacket. Um, actually, and I'm going to have you roll. Okay. I am going to have you roll. Uh, this is going to be your first roll because I'm gonna uh, you're gonna I'm gonna have you check the pockets and also, uh. And also, you so you are going to find some objects of value in this room. You're also going to find your signature weapon, which we'll talk about in a moment. We rolled this sure. before we got on mic. Um, roll me. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 roll me. You're going to roll this twice on the search table. So search. Uh, I'm going to have you. Ma- I'm going to have you make a gen- make uh, our first roll here to see what you find, um, and that includes whether or not you identify. You find the. The threat that is looming in this room. Okay, so I rolled 2d6. Is this one of the ones where I can add a thing? Yes, it is. Okay, so uh, would this be searching with tech or with flesh? I'm going to say this is searching with tech because you're in like a room. You're in like a storage room and armory. Like you're in a room with a bunch of tech stuff. Yeah. So I I, I would call this tech. I think that maybe the way that that works is instead of actually searching the room, the first thing I do is push him out of the chair and like call up the the security or like the the like the plant, like the blueprint of what stuff yeah. is in this, like kept in this area or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Um, cool. Um, and, so uh, then, so th- I think that the the disadvantage I will say the disadvantage that that I'm going to put on this roll. I'm going to put a uh-huh. one dice disadvantage on this roll, and also introduce to you the threat, okay. uh, which is you pull it up, and the first thing that you notice is uh, there's like a a bio reading scan, right? Like that's kind of automatic when you pull up kind of the like scanner function. You pull up the computer, sure. it pulls up like kind of a map. You notice that rooms are blinking in and out like power is being shut off to them. But the more important thing that you notice is there's like dots flying from room to room, like blood, like 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 dashing from room to room very, very quickly, very, very chaotically and very, very alarmingly. OK, um, faster than like a person, definitely faster than a person. And there's a lot of them. Uh huh. And you notice uh, three of them suddenly appear very close to where, like, you clearly see that you are. Uh-huh. Like, there's, okay. a, there's a little, like, floating, like, it's, it is the, it is the hologram equivalent of a you are here sticker. Yes, yes. And you notice three of the dots, uh, dart in the direction of the you are here sticker, and, like, the dots are now hovering, like, directly outside of what you can see is the door. Uh-huh. I think I, like, uh, quickly alt tab. Like, we're not going to think about that right now. Like, I think that I say that we're not even going to think about that right now. What things are in this room? And then I, uh, look at the, the, I think I just turn off the heat signatures. Like, yep. honestly, he's just like, I don't want to think about this. And then it's just like looking at the map. Uh, so, uh, the roles are, this would be, this is going to be tech. So how this works, uh, the mm-hmm. mechanic here is you have two stats. You have tech, which is your your technical know-how, your your knowledge of the space, your knowledge of the situation, your knowledge of technology, and you have flesh, which is your sort of raw competence. You also, from there, you're going to name any advantages that will give you extra dice on that roll. You'll roll a number of d6 equal to that stat plus one because you always roll a minimum of one dice. Okay. So you will roll one d6. Uh-huh. Plus, what is your what is your tech stat? Uh, two. So you're going to roll 3d6, plus any advantages that you can tell me that will help you in this roll right now. I think uh, in the flashback that we see, uh, that we saw before, the thing that I'm ripping mm-hmm. is like, because this is the station that I was going to, yeah. right? It's like, I'm supposed to be familiarizing myself with the blueprints of the thing. So like, while I'm not like paying attention like it is there in front of me and every now and then i'm looking at it so i have like a little familiarity with it and i think the other half of that is that this is a like this ship was supplied like security was supplied by anders security so like even if you weren't paying attention when you when you went over the trading materials like you have a familiarity of like stuff that you should be able to expect Oh, even like I know one of my security flaws that I never check, like I never do because it takes a long time and is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> just like, uh, I'm just going to. Yeah, great. And I think the the advantage, the two advantages, the, the two disadvantages I want to give you are that uh, the, you're 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 painfully aware that there's some horrifying things that are outside and you hear a scratching at the door. Right. Okay. And that you are, uh, that you you have just woken up from passing out overseeing your own dead body. Yes, that checks out. I feel like probably I turned off the display, but I can still hear the pings of the radar, like the yeah. alien style pings. Like it's just like we're not thinking about that. We're not. So thinking about you that. are going to roll two d six, and fives and sixes are hits. Tell me how many hits you get. Okay. 
Well, that's a two and a four. <laughs> All right. Roll me 2d6. Okay. Well, that's a one and a four. Um, so that is a five. So you get a you get a stim jet. You're able to find like a med pack essentially, which is which will yeah. allow you to ignore a level one wound for a short time. Okay. I think I like find the stim jet and like look to the clone and uh say it's too late for him. Uh now, and just like put it in a pocket. And now I'll say roll me three D six, because I think that like you've kind of recovered you've recovered a little bit of your wits. Two, three, uh, six, four, three. I got uh, one six. Okay, roll me another 2d6. And five and a two. You get a slapdash noisemaker, which can be used as a distraction. Uh, what you find is you, you, you find the, you find the, you, you find, you, you remember that you had a wrist mounted computer? Yes. Uh, but you also remember that you manually deleted a lot of the actual applications to make more space for, uh, more space for games. Right. So about the only thing this thing has is very loud, very distracting games. Oh my gosh. Great. No internet, obviously. No internet. (laughs) Yeah. I, I like, uh, I'll just download them again when I get to the station. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so the Slapdash Noisemaker, uh, that's the... What, that's the wristwatch thing? Yeah. Uh, I really like the, the, because of slap, I picture it being like a slap bracelet. Yep. That like I put on, I slap on and then it looks like a display the moment it connects or something. I like that. Um, but maybe it has like an initializing sound that is really loud I and obnoxious. I think it's, I think it's that like when you slap it and the display comes up. Because the only thing on it is like a game is like, uh-huh. is like Candy Crush. Sure. So it just like when you slap it, like like super loud, like chip tune pop music yep. plays, and that's the that's the noisy distraction. Uh, that's great. Um, I think I like immediately try to uh, shut it off uh, once it uh, once it does that. Um, and you said I also find the this. Do I find the uh, laser? Here oh yeah, you or? also find the other thing that you find. Um, and actually, I'm going to set this up and say you find it just as the, the threat comes through the door. I think that the door starts to get dissolved by by acid. Okay. As three massive insects, each one. Uh, actually, I think they're three human sized insects altogether. Very massive. Yeah. Um, altogether, very massive, um, like seemingly acting in unison like they seem to have like 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 connected together to spray this acid that is strong enough to melt the sure. steel door um like are spraying through it they are they are melting this door they are what i will say about them is that they seem to be they seem to be partially covered in they seem to have fashioned human remains into like half of a cocoon or like a carapace armor like like they've mixed they've mixed some sort of mix Uh of fluid and blood and guts and you see a human arm on one of them but it has all like hardened and crystallized and they seem to have this like weird armor across their across their back kind of like a ladybug okay okay this is a horror i should mention this is a horror game and it's gonna get horrifying Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, do now qu- important question: Are yeah. these an- are am I picturing ants or bees? Beetles. Beetles. Okay. 
so possible wings. I would say what I will. What I would say is, is picture an ant wearing a beetle, wearing a beetle's carapace. Sure, sure. So it's like fashioned itself a uh, yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Well. Uh. And I see this. Uh. Do you want me to describe uh this? Please this describe op- the, the thing, thing that you see that you're going to that you find. I feel like I'm in a in the like. Uh, there's, like, a supply closet, and there's, like, a mop and, you know, a bucket and everything, and I'm, like, pushing things out of the way, and the bucket falls on me. I'm, like, completely drenched in this gross water, but, like, and then I'm, like, oh, there it is, and I, like, slide this box out, right? And it Mm -hmm. says on the side of it, um... Smiling Pathfinder, Rendition 1. And I'm like, Rendition 1? Uh, and I was like, you you see me fighting with the packaging to get this thing out as the, as the, as the, the door bees. As the door <laughs> is just steadily melted down. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, all right, all right. And then uh, it's this large two-handed, um, I picture like a jackhammer, yep. uh, but it is a two-handed mining laser. Um, and I think that I... He is picturing, I am going to snap this on and it is going to be great. Uh, but he instead, it does not fit. Like, the straps do not fit. He's having trouble lifting it. And then he, like, aims it and he's like, say hello to... And turns it on and it just, like, starts shaking everywhere. Like, he, he stops talking because it's just, like, uh, moving everywhere. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so he's got this thing... Sort of on. Just making a quick note for me. Because I also pictured that it takes a while to get, like, warmed up. Like, if it... Because it's like it, we, it, in the chart it said kinet, it, it runs on kinetic energy, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it probably has to get that motor going. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, we are in a fight. Okay. Um, let me find, let me find one of the books includes, um, so what you can do in combat, uh, what you can do is you can try to evade this threat. You can try to like, you can try to get away from it. You can try to run. You could try to sneak by them. Uh, you can also directly engage and attack them or, uh, you can take aim at what you perceive as a weak point. Uh, you might not know the weak point just yet, but, um, but if you, if you find the weak point, um, it is both helpful in this combat and in future combats because you meet the, you'll meet this thing again. A gameplay note for a gameplay note for listeners and for you, uh, is I rolled 2d6 and I've assigned this, these, these, uh, hive mind drones to the number nine. Whenever I introduce a monster, I'm going to roll 2d6. Uh, and if I roll a nine again, then then this will be more of these drones, which means that you'll you'll meet you'll meet threats again and again and have the opportunity to be like, oh, I know what the I know what the weak point is. I can right. I can I, I know where to aim. So you don't know the weak point yet, but right. if you figure it out, you can uh, you can Got you it. can use that in future combat. Awesome. OK, um, so I what think- you see is. um it's yeah. kind of a it's almost like a pe- like a it's almost like a, a little bit of like a human pyramid but with these sort of blood beetle ants. Uh-huh. They are two of them are lifting up the third and holding it in front and it's using its pincers are open and it's just spraying like a hose of acid. Okay. 
I think my plan is like I like you see the machine wind down because I think that it's like too like I don't think he's like ready to use it and he grabs the his he thinks like immediately thinks of it as his clone mm-hmm. and then doesn't like the way his brain tries to ration that he's wrong and then just grabs them and throws them into the chair and spins it in front of the door mm-hmm. like and then tries to wait just to get by them if they uh, attack it. Are you so? Wait, did you say you're throwing the noisemaker onto the chair? Uh, I was thinking the clone. Oh, you're throwing the, the clone uh, onto the chair. But I went to say the clone, but I'm the clone. Yeah, right? I, well, the is, other guy. Yeah, you're throwing the body. I, I see what you're saying. Right. Um, I'm gonna ask you for a roll for this. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna call it a flesh roll. Oh yeah, I was afraid of that. So you've got one d six plus your mm-hmm. what's your flesh? What is your flesh score? Zero. Got it. Uh, so you're rolling 1d6. Do you have any advantages here? Um, I feel like I'm uh, used to lifting my weight. Like, you know, like, I'm not strong, but I'm also not big. I see right? what you're saying. Yeah, uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you that. The, the, you're, you're, a li- you're a little guy. You're a little guy, right. and also it's your birthday. You're a little birthday guy. Right. <laughs> uh... And so uh, this would be two d six. Yes. Okay. I don't think that I'm gonna. I don't think I have any advantages for disadvantages here. Okay. Four and two. Okay. Um, I am going to. Uh, I think what happens is, uh, they they break the human. They break the the the, the pyramid. Right. Like mm-hmm. one of them. One of them dashes ahead with an alarming speed grabs it and this is when you see that it's got like pincers and it's got it's got the it's got the ant pincers it's got big uh like scyther claws is the only way to describe it Uh and you start watching this thing get torn to shreds uh as as a second one um what you see is that that third ant the one that was on top spitting acid like falls back sits back like kind of like rears back like uh rears back and like just starts watching as the second one, um, as the second one lunges directly at you uh-huh. and like slashes you uh, deep in the deep in the gut. OK, uh, I'm going to call that a wound, which means okay. that all of your rolls are going to have one fewer dice going forward to a minimum of one dice. <laughs> OK. Um, do I act here? Uh, yes. Now that, you're, that now that you've taken a wound. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me what I, happens now. I think. uh like he hits him with the thing mm. like he, it doesn't fit the harness doesn't fit well but it also means he can kind of swing it around right, a little yep, bit yep yep <laughs> so uh, yeah yeah 100 um i'm gonna call that a flesh roll with one at least one advantage because okay. this thing is a giant massive metal okay um but i also have one wound Yep. Because of this thing. Um, I'm going to say that maybe uh, my adrenaline is like it's fresh adrenal glands. I'd buy that. I'd buy like, that. Like my, my adrenaline is first got like uh, bursting maybe. Yeah. Uh, here. Uh, so would that be two? That'd be two. 2D6. With the yeah. Yeah. Oh, four and four. All right. Um, I think that you smash it. Um, I am going to give you your second wound, which is going to drop your dice down by another one as, uh, you smash it, it, um, it crushes it and you crush it 
which is uh-huh. going, which I'm going to say you smash it's like you explode its head. Uh, but then the other one, you explode its head. You watch the first one, the one that was just watching, like fall backwards and kind of like writhe around like it's in pain. Uh huh. And then the second one, the one that was tearing up your the other body stops, flies back to its to its peer, picks it up on its shoulders and sprays you. Uh, sprays you with acid, so you have acid burns all over your body. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, it's great. Uh, that's, this is exactly how I was, I think he says, uh, this is great, this is exactly how I wanted to spend my vacation. <laughs> uh, it, through, like, a burn, like, burn pain. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think he does, uh, at this point, like, uh, get this kinetic energy thing, uh, going, uh, and tries to fire at these... I'm gonna come up with a, a name for what he would think he'd be thinking about them. They're like beetle ants. Beetle they ants. Like these craw- they have these like claws, like praying mantis claws. Um, I think he's just going to call them uh, ant plus. Okay. <laughs> like they're like they're like oh battle ants. They're battle ants because they're wearing like battle armor ant uh, stuff. Uh, All right. He's probably like. We really have to workshop that. <laughs> like he's you like kind of talking to himself. Um, so roll me. This is going to be a tech roll because you're using your okay. weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you. I gave you a choice. Uh, I'm going to explain how your weapon is going to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, your weapon stabs and pierces. It is a. Mm-hmm. It is essentially a jackhammer. Uh, it has a gyroscope engine, so it does not need ammunition. You never need to recharge it. But if you use it at full capacity. It becomes, it flies around like a jackhammer. It is supposed Mm -hmm. to, in theory, strap around your shoulders and connect around your back. uh, And then it sits comfortably in your midsection. Right. This is the straps on this were either not well made or not made for someone your size. So they are, it is hanging awkwardly and you are sort of holding it in your hands. There is definitely a piece of paper in an office in my desk about. Uh, complaints like, about the sizes of the straps it's actually, on this device. I'm going to say what the, the piece of paper in your office is, is like this was this is specifically an Anders security tech device, mm-hmm. and they, there are instructions on your desk in your office back home that explain how to adjust the straps. Okay. I, okay, yeah, I love it. You, uh, just, you just never read them. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's uh, that and this was a specific choice because these were cheaper. Yeah, of course. Than the Anders 2, which don't have the problem with the The Anders 2, when you boot them up, they auto-strap. <laughs> these ones <Right>. do not. <laughs> People uh, heard the complaints. So, uh... <laughs> Eventually. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you a choice. Uh, when you make your roll, so right now you're rolling 3d6 minus 2 plus any advantages that you want to make. Yes. Um, when you make your roll... Uh-huh. You can choose, I'm either going to do one damage or two damages, but you'll take a disadvantage. But you'll like, it'll be, you'll roll one fewer dice in doing so because this thing yeah. is flailing around like a jackhammer. Yeah. I think I've got it. I didn't figure out how to, from what happened before where I, I just turned it back off because it was too much. I think it's just set on the highest setting right now. So he, and he hasn't. Again, he didn't read the manual, so it's just the two damage, uh, no, not good aim. But I think he's going to, like, really exert himself. I'm going to spend a will. Okay. 
What I will say then is uh, you can, for this role, ignore your wounds and we'll call it like adrenaline, will, all all of those things. Will is, uh, for in gameplay terms, will is a currency that uh, Wormtooth has that will allow you to overcome, like make things easier on yourself and like get you out of difficult situations uh, through the use of like grit determination. Uh, You also have luck which is a, 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 a currency that will let you get out of things by sheer, utter happenstance. <laughs> um, so by spending a point of will, I'm going to say you can ignore both of your wounds and roll your full uh, 3d6 plus advantages here. 3d6, okay. Um, and the advantages that we said are the, uh, the, the fact that this is a Anders device? Yeah, I'll take that, I'll take that. Um, and the adrenaline thing we had said, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's... the adrenaline. I think the adrenaline will wear off after this roll, but I'll allow you to have it on this roll. So you're rolling five d six. Okay, that's one hit. Oh baby, three hits. Three hits. Um, so the way that hits work in the game, uh, no hits is things get bad for you as they already have gotten extremely bad for you. Yes. One hit is sort of a pyrrhic victory of like. You have succeeded at a cost, or you have succeeded, but bad things are still happening. Uh-huh. And two or more hits is you get the thing that you want. I will say, for the more hits you get past two, the more thing, the more good things you can kind of declare as happening. Sure. In this case, uh, for three hits, I will allow you. To, I think the thing that happens is you activate this thing, and like a ginormous laser flies through. And, like, burrows through both of these these battle ants at the same time. Uh-huh. Like, just eviscerates I, both of yeah. them in one, in one fell swoop. I love it. Uh, uh, I, I, it's kind of aimed up because they were flying. I yep. Totally, I could totally picture it. Cool. Um, but you are, you are in this room. You are badly burned, right? Like, you've got acid uh-huh. burns all over your body. Uh, some of you, some of your skin is, you're watching some bits of your flesh melt off of you. Uh-huh. Uh, your, your, your gut is bleeding. You have, you, I'm, I'm gonna stim, I'm gonna use the stim pack. Okay. Uh, you watch, you watch, have you ever seen the episode of Futurama where, where Fry gets worms? Yes. Yeah, you watch that happen where, like, the strand, like, literal strands and strings fly over your stomach, and it, like, it, like, it, 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 you, it, there's a, there, it kind of, like, scabs over. Uh Uh-huh. So it doesn't feel like it's going to be permanent, but it definitely feels like it is better than it was. I think he dry heaves, because he, and he, like, realizes he has literally never eaten. Mm, Yep. (laughs) Right? And he's just like, oh, God, I gotta, I gotta eat something. Um, but then he says, wait, and he looks at the body and he's like, what didn't you do? And then he tries to connect his watch to the computer. Um, so you're able to do that pretty easily. This is Anders Tech. It's designed to interface with Anders Tech. Um, and what you find is like you open back up the map and like a few of the rooms are labeled and I'm going to assign each of those, the, the, the two, like a few of the rooms are labeled. A lot of the rooms are flickering. The reason okay. being that uh, one of the core tenets of everything, of you're in space and everything is fucked, is that neither you nor I, as the person playing the station, actually know the things that are in the station. We are going to find those things out one room at a time. Amazing. But in the vein of games like Metroid, of like games like Metroid or Dead Space, uh, 
what you do have on your map up front, which I have put in front of us as two uh, Joker cards on a spread of cards in front of us on different points on the map, you can see where your objectives are. Okay. And the, the rooms that you see marked... Uh-huh. Our, uh, our kitchen, should you decide to, which is our red joker, which is closer uh-huh. to you, which is a minor objective, should uh-huh. you decide to, like, get food and, like, you see that there is, like, a commissary marked on the map. Mm-hmm. The other room, uh, and you begin to get the vibe that, like, that, like, the, that, like, this may have been where you were headed, because it's marked with, like, a, um... It's kind of marked with one of those, like, waypoint markers that you can put on, like, digital maps. Uh-huh. Um, it is marked with a waypoint marker is is the comms station, is like outgoing communications. Okay. Comms. Um The objective appears in front of us that says like call in military backup. Call in military or, backup. Or contact someone to let them know what the fuck is going on. Uh yeah. Call for backup. Call for backup. Call well, for just like, call for call, help. Call for rescue. Yeah, I think it's call for backup, but backup is in two sets of quotation marks. Call for yes. Oh, because this is inofficial tech, so he <laughs> put backup right. I they, love it. They put backup in, but but uh, either you or your clone uh, put the put the. Uh, the, the quotation marks are in, like, a slightly different font mm-hmm. to imply that, like, you, that, like, that, like, either, either original you or clone you or, or, like, someone added that to be like, that, uh-huh. that this isn't going to be backup. This is me. Okay. This is me calling for help. Right. Can I check the date when that was entered? Uh, that was entered. I'm going to say that was entered. That was entered, like, an hour ago. Okay. That was very recently entered. Um, I think that, uh, there's, like, an audible, like, relief that it's, like, okay, so this is, like, a one, maybe two, three clone at max scenario, uh, and then, uh, is, like, I'm gonna get a sandwich, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) and I'm going to get a sandwich. All right, um, so we go into the next room. Like I said, I don't know what's gonna be in this next Mm -hmm. room. What I will say is that the, the Red Joker, which is the, the commissary is looks like it's about three rooms away or rather it looks like there's probably like two rooms in between you it is it is two rooms to the north and one to the west uh the 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 major objective which is the the comm station uh is like on the upper east corner of the map it could be as far as like four or five rooms away okay so Um, i'm gonna i'm gonna randomly generate us a room the way that random room generation, I'm going to do it manually, but there is like a random generator to do it faster in the future. Okay, cool. I, I got, uh, there's a, I have an image in my head of how I'm leaving because I think that I try to make, like, be quiet, but it's like scraping on the ground, the, the mining laser scraping on the ground as I walk. So I'm walking with the office chair. Oh, that's definitely the trailer for the movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like I just like on a thing. Like it means that I can't. You know. Like I. Can't, it. It's maybe a little slower to use it, but at least it's not dragging on the ground. Yeah. The trailer for the movie absolutely opens with just that noise and like shots of you being sprayed with acid and uh-huh. like shots of monsters and it's just that noise repeatedly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
So, th- so I am going to roll some dice to show us how a room gets generated, uh, and then I'm going to do it automatically so that uh, to speed the, up the process a little bit. Great. But uh, our first, our first roll. Let me find out. Let me find the actual generation system. This is the note that we edit this this thing. All right. First, I'm going to roll 2d6 to see if this is a set piece or just an ordinary room. If I roll an 11 or 12, this is a set piece, which is a special kind of room. Otherwise, it's an ordinary room and we'll figure out the situation. Okay. So that is an eight. So this is an ordinary room. Okay. Uh, I'm going to roll 2d6 on a number of columns to tell us what this room is. Our first 2d6 roll is a two. This is a monstrous flesh room. (laughs) Okay. Just a standard monster flesh Standard monster's room. flesh room. Uh-huh. Um, so what this is, you emerge out into what I'm going to say is a hallway. Uh-huh. Uh, you emerge out into a hallway, um, and it is, uh, there are a lot of dead bodies. Okay. <laughs> now, is it clear that they're pre like, are the, is this clone, <laughs> is this clone meat? <sighs> like, it is, it is impossible to tell. Uh-huh. All you can really t- like it is honestly at first a little tough to tell that it's human, right? Because okay. really, what you're just looking at is blood and viscera lining every uh-huh. inch of this long hallway. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. Oh, this is in the hallway. Yeah, this is the hallway that you've emerged out into. There is okay. there is blood, guts, uh, a couple like arms and feet, like uh-huh. whatever these thing, whatever that whatever is on this station with you. Mm-hmm. Has eviscerated a lot of people. Okay, I think I'm like dragging like the the picture. I I can really picture the chair just dragging through the like inch of just like whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, trying to roll this chair through this guts. Um, there is clearly like what you notice. Uh, so I rolled for a descriptor, and I got sign that someone was here. <laughs> Um, Uh what I think that means is there is a sign is like, there is also, um, discharged weaponry along the viscera. There was clearly, like, clearly the people that were killed knew, like, were aware of this and put up a fight. Okay. Which also explains why the armory was completely looted. Right. Okay. I'm going to roll 2d6 for the number of threats that are present. That is an eight. So oh, there geez. is one threat that is <sighs> present. I'll tell you about that in a moment. Yeah. Um, the size of this room. This is a. This is a. So this is a medium-sized hallway with how many doors? Eight. I think that's two doors. Hold on. Let me find. Let me find the the, the book again. It has three. Uh, three doorways. Um, I'm gonna say there's a doorway in front of you to lead to another section of hallway. Okay. Uh, and then there's also a door to the east, and then there's the door back to the room that you were in. Okay, got it, got it. Um, the threat is, um, what I will say, the threat here is not a monster, but it is, like, the lights flicker for a moment. And you realize, oh god, if they were spraying acid, they probably damaged wiring, and oh god, we're in a space station. Everything is relying on wiring. Oh my god, I think I, like, immediately jump onto the chair. Okay. 
Right? Like, I, like, look down in my, in like, my night, like, I, actually, I was going to say my nice uh, Italian shoes, that he's definitely not wearing nice Italian shoes. You're wearing, unless- you're wearing toe socks? <laughs> yeah, I just, like, you just see the, like, viscera's, like, soaking up my ankle, right, like, on the, on the socks, and I just, like, j- like, jump up onto the thing, and then just, like, pull them off. <laughs> uh... But then uh, I, like, look to see if there's any, like, clean spots that I think wouldn't be, like, wet to get to the door. Kind of trying to... You know I what? Th- no, I'm going to blast some clean spots. Okay. With this, uh, la- with the mining laser. I am going to call for this as a roll. Okay. That and I'm going to call it a search roll. Okay. Because I think as you are blasting things, you might find things that are valuable. Yeah, that checks out. So call. So give this tech... Uh, okay. I'll give it an advantage because this is uh, this is this is Anders tech. This is something that you're at least marginally familiar with. Mm-hmm. Are there any other advantages that you want to take? I have a quick question. Are my wounds gone? Mm, you have you are ignoring one of your wounds, so you're going to have so you have one built-in disadvantage. Okay, so the stim pack uh, ignores the wound. It doesn't mean. It doesn't mean that I heal. Well, just- you ha- the thing is that you had two wounds, and you yeah. you're ignoring one of them. Yeah, no, I just like the idea of ignoring because it implies that at some point in the future, yeah, it, I'm. It's like I took an aspirin, right? Like yeah, it didn't it's gonna, actually. It is gonna wear off. <laughs> it's it's great. Uh, it was just a, a great choice of words there. Um, yep. I think I'm going to do. Okay, I think this is using a device for not what it was meant for, mm-hmm. which. I think that that's kind of something that I'm good at because I'm that. not like, like I kind of rely on not knowing what I'm doing in, in life a lot. I'll take that. <laughs> okay. Um, so then, yeah. So that is three, four, five. You're rolling 46. I'm, I hate to do this, but I am on this wobbly office chair. <laughs> so I'm going to say maybe three D six. I'll take three D six. Yeah. <laughs> no zero uh okay so there's so in the game in uh the game there is a search table uh roll me 2d6 to see what you find uh is this ad- adding them up or yes this is a six um i am going to i'm going to i'm gonna offer you a i'm gonna offer you a a devil's bargain amazing do you want to get a hit uh, do I get to find out what the option is? If you or like, what the risk you, is, you can. You're blasting things to 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 find stuff. Uh huh. I will I will give you an automatic hit, but you will make a bunch of noise and attract something's attention. Oh, I mean, absolutely, my character. I mean, he didn't. He just got attacked by things. Was trying to be quiet, and now it's like full on using this thing, which he still has not figured out how to turn down from from uh whatever the intense uh mode is right Mm. so yeah absolutely um then in that case you find uh you find two bandages which together with especially with your stim jet you can permanently i'll say you can permanently recover a wound because traditionally bandages stop the bleeding at least but between having two of them and having already used the stim jet i will allow you to just erase that wound outright great um, I think part of the, the loudness is also I'm just like I'm like blasting all of this 
thing and it's just like man it just feels it's just like i'm just like i probably yell yippee guy yay you know like yeah just like uh, having a great time shooting this thing for a moment um but uh yeah so i'll i'm actually not gonna stop in this gross blood room to do that though because okay. i think he is grossed out by that um and try to go into this nearest room okay um, so with that, you are going to open this door. Uh, I am going to introduce a threat as you exit this room. Mm-hmm. I think the threat that I'm going to, because you attracted something's attention, I'm yes. going to introduce a monster. I rolled 2d6 and rolled a four, so it is not battle. It is not a set of battle ants. Oh, no. It is not battle ants, but I'm, I'm saving, I'm saving the information on battle ants so that I have it. Uh, it is four. So I am going to randomly generate a monster. Um, I'm going to do this via the Same. random generator that Nevin included in the book. Oh, oh, good. Oh, excellent. Oh, I love this. Um, I'm going to try and tie this into the, into the, into the thing, the battle ants thematically. I think okay. what this is, is, um... Yeah, I know exactly what this is. Uh, what you hear, you hear, you hear, uh, you hear screaming. Um, and you, as you like duck into this room, you look over the corner and I'm going to introduce this thing, but not have you directly encounter it. Okay. What you see is clearly, I think at this point you have like a picture of what of like you, this gives you a picture of some of what is starting to unfold here. Okay. This station that you are on clearly was involved in some kind of illicit gene research, genetic research. Okay. And the reason that you're able to recognize that is a the battle ants. They start to make more sense when you see this person in a lab coat. Okay. Who seems to have had something go horribly wrong. Okay. And seems to have large chunks of of ship fused to his flesh. Okay, this is the thing that's screaming. Yes, and it's shambling down. Uh, he is shambling down a hallway. Um, he's got he's got uh what look like uh one or like he's got one like Doc Ock style grabber claw that seems to have fused to his flesh. Uh, he's uh-huh. got three arms. Um, is like shambling and is screaming, and then you watch you watch him scream and run and look around for what that noise was, and then explode. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> that is the that is uh, weirdly more terrifying than if he had seen me. <laughs> yep, I was I, I was uh, so ready to try to hide behind something, but the chair and the gun are still sticking out. <laughs> Just, uh, just, uh, just looks around and just, uh, end of scanners, explosion of yep. bloods feel like adds to the viscera in the room. Um, I think I just like wipe blood off of my face, uh, and, uh, just pause for a moment and then begin doing the bandages, right? Mm-hmm. So now we are in a new room. I am going to roll to see if this is a set piece. It is not, so I'm going to randomly generate us a room. Um, excellent. Love it. Um, 
what the room that you find yourself in is like a gigantic sort of it is across it is like near enough to the kitchen where I'm going to or the commissary where I'm going to say this is like a large pantry. Okay. And I'm going to I'm going to move it to the I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do some 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 fuckery here. I'm going to put this on top and I'm going to tilt. I'm going to yeah. Tap that card cuz I think you like goes under. Yeah. Come on. Do your do what I need you to do. Come on. Oh my god, why are you not doing the thing that I need you to do right now? You you get it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. This is just for you and I. Will it not do it sideways? It's not going sideways for some reason. Weird. There it is. It's like no. resetting. It's like resetting. I it's fine. Um there is there is you see uh you see an underground tunnel that leads to the uh that leads into like where you're pretty sure will lead you directly to the kitchen. You okay. also see there are three more doors. There is one directly to the north, one to the northeast, and one to the east. So this but is this our is, you said a pantry? Yeah. It's like a long pantry and uh-huh. with like a number of like kind of service tunnels is the best way to describe them, which is what these sure. three door what these four doors are. Is like various service tunnels to various other other locations around this like sector of this of the station. Okay. Um I feel like I'm looking for food that isn't the gross food that probably is there. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm picturing he's just looking for anything that is has flavor. <laughs> you know, it's all gross, like pastes and hard, you know, science fiction hard tech. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, everything there is some sort of like powder, some sort of powder or like pre-generated paste. Yeah. Um... But I think that you find you you're like looking and what you know, notice is uh, there is a uh, like you pass over like a jar of jello, mm-hmm. like a tube of jello, like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, like ooze container of like jello. Yeah, that uh, that bursts like after you pass it. OK, Um, and it uh out of it comes uh like it it's just an ooze it's just gonna be a freaky little ooze um, okay and inside of it it like it passes but like i don't think you notice it so i rolled four threats in this room so i think one of the threats is that you're not immediately aware of this little of this little yeah, this little I ooze bastard I think maybe even like reach. I like. I'm like ooh, and then it's like a. It's like French fry flavored uh, fruit roll up style yeah. thing. But that it's like literally right next to where this thing is, <laughs> and I like reach over it and grab yeah. it, and I'm like, <laughs> ooh, what you? Oh, it's off. It's a I little think what off. you don't notice is that there's like a little kind of like skeleton like floating amongst the jello, and like the skeleton uh-huh. kind of starts to move and moves the jello around it. Oh, gross. Yep. Some more weird, some more weird, uh, genetic shit. Weird, uh, weird, 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 I'm, I'm put on my notes, ooze, little, little ooze, little fucking ooze guy. Uh, you know, I was, I said fruit roll up, but I'm now picturing it as like bubble tape. It's just like yep. a long thing. Uh, and I'm just like walking absentmindedly, maybe along the shelf, like we're parallel on the shelves and I'm just looking in the opposite direction at like different things just casually walking through and um the other two threats that i want to introduce okay are the uh the lights flickering are getting worse 
to the point where for a few minutes, I think this, I think right before you notice this thing, the lights go out for like, um, like a good, like 10 seconds. And you just realize, oh God, I can't breathe. Oh God. If the lights go out, the, the life support is also going to go out. Oh geez. Okay. But it's just during the flickering. I can't breathe. Yeah. It's just like the fl- it flickers back on and you're like, okay, I'm going to need to figure out where I can like stabilize the, the life support systems. I think there's like a fear and then he realizes that it, I think it's like, well, I better complain to someone about, oh, <laughs> it's probably me. Uh, and like, he just like, uh, and then continues eating this potato thing as he, I guess, checks on the map to see where that might be. I'm going to actually put this because we're already at the we're already at the hour mark. I think if you can get to the commissary. Yeah, like there are there's like you can see that there is like uh, you're like flipping through the map and like among the amenities like listed in the commissary, there's like a um like a control panel that can probably be hacked to like to to stabilize like you could you can probably hack it like you know enough of the systems to be able to like stabilize yeah. life support or like prioritize power to the life support system. I like the idea. I've just hacked so many commissary and food based things. <laughs> I love that. That I just happen that's like my back door to things is like, oh, I if there's a food computer I can probably get into the rest of the internet or the rest of the thing. I'm I'm just going. Um, so, okay, then what I'm, so I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna retroactively move this room and say that this room is directly connected to the kitchen, because I think that makes more sense. Yeah, like the hallway is like an access hallway, but it's not like its own room. Yeah, so, uh, what I'm gonna say is if you can either kill, I think like, I think once you you can breathe again, you you see this, you see this little, this little ooze guy, Uh and, um, you see that, like, it uh it lunges across the room to another one of these these jelloy ooze containers uh-huh. and like starts to like and like grabs it and smashes it and jumps down and starts to absorb that ooze and be- and like becomes a little more like tendrilous and carnage like and uh it's clearly like grabbing more things to grow uh-huh. its body and like it then notices like I I'm gonna say like it hasn't it doesn't quite notice you yet but like it's got a moment. So uh-huh. you've got some time if you want to try and sneak away from it or run or shoot it or whatever I've, you got to do. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to run. But again, I have this <laughs> like this whole contraption and the mm-hmm. chair. So it's not it's not necessarily super fast. So I will give uh, you an advantage. So I'll, I'll counteract that with an advantage that says that it hasn't noticed you yet. Got it. So then, yeah, I'm going to try to sneak away quickly, but quietly. Uh. So that's currently one dice, unless you've got any other advantages or you want to use any of your gear. I think, oh man, um, I think I'm going to, uh, I think the fact that it's like catching on or whatever, maybe it heard a creak and I'm like, oh damn it. And then I like push like a button that starts the, uh, the countdown on the watch mm-hmm. and then throw the watch um, as far as I can, like in the opposite direction. All right, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, but then I also no longer have that, uh, security watch. I love it. Uh, with the map. Uh, I think maybe I, like, looked at the places that I had here, 
sort like that I already have on the map, so I have like an idea of it still. Yeah. Uh but uh I throw it and uh yeah. It starts doing the whatever the future equivalent to the Candy Crush uh theme song is. Yep. It's like you have not played in two hours. Your <laughs> like, your trial has expired. Would you like to buy the full version? <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> register now for register now for great benefits, including a new skin. And it's like it is uh it is Fry from Futurama. Mm-hmm. You can play as Fry. Like uh-huh. you throw it. Um, and I am going to say, uh, because I want to get to, I want to throw in a, a cliffhanger and I'm going to say like between, between throwing the distraction between, with, between the distraction and them not directly seeing you yet, I mm-hmm. think you can get to the, you can get to the commissary without an issue. Okay. So you get to the commissary. Let me generate the room. Also full of gore. Um, right. and uh, what you find in there is, uh, let me roll to see if this is a, I'm actually not going to roll. I'm just going to say, because this is going to be the last thing that we see, I want this to be a set piece because the set uh-huh. pieces are cool and fun. Okay. So I am going to roll 2d6. Okay. Um, some, uh, yeah. Okay. Perfect. This is great. Um, you so what I rolled randomly was power outage. Okay. So you get to the computer, but the lights go out and your your ability to breathe you can no longer breathe. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna need you to make a tech roll right now. Okay. Any advantages you can add in? If you don't succeed, you die. Okay. Outright. <laughs> I have the food thing. Yep. Like this is a food uh, computer. Uh, yep. So that's um, gonna put you up to four. You've got a wound that puts you back down to three. Right. Um, I think um, there's like, I picture there being like a hard case and normally I have to like finesse it open, but I have this uh, kinetic energy thing mm-hmm. uh, that, and I'm not going to finesse, I'm just going to hit the front plating off of it okay. kind of thing. Um, but that's basically what I have. All right. I'll call that four. You're rolling four dice. You want to get uh, at least one, five or six. Okay. Two sixes. Two sixes. You, um, you're scrambling, like, you're, you, you start to see the veins in your eyes kind of go bloodshot. Mm-hmm. You flip it at the last minute, just before you black out, you flip it, and the lights kind of settle, and you can breathe, and, like, uh, a little bit of, like, calming, serene, very kind of corporate Muzak starts playing. Mm-hmm. Like, but you're able to, like, prioritize life support, and you're breathing, and you're mm-hmm. breathing, and just in time for you to hear, uh, for you to hear, I'm going to throw into a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. uh, just in time for you to hear a laser rifled charge behind you. Okay. Uh, you turn around to see wearing, uh, like a battle armor, wearing like a battle armor chest plate, like a, like a space Marine chest plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, curly hair that flows down to down past his shoulders and like a beard that has gone past awkward ugly beard into actually a beard that fucking works okay you i think i say of course it's you blast it obliterated (laughs) you explode yep initiating clone protocol Uh clone protocol.exe was a success loading memory banks most recent memory banks.exe was successful Welcome to the station. We hope you enjoy your stay.
You stumble out of a pod back in the first room, that largely abandoned mm-hmm. armory. You stumble out of a room uh, wearing a gray jumpsuit. Your hair is your hair is tight and curly. You see a mostly eviscerated, half-eaten clone of yourself uh, lying on the floor. There are several exploded bugs all around you. Mm-hmm. And a moment later, uh, one of you carry, like, uh, another clone of you carrying a rifle, wearing a breastplate, and, like, dragging behind this gigantic jackhammer. Uh-huh. Sort of, like, like haphazardly <laughs> tosses the jackhammer in your direction. Uh, I'm like, now we, we could talk about this. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. I'm really... That's on me. I'm really- that's my bad. What? What? I, uh, kind of, like, reach and, like, pick up the fig- like, the- the tentatively pick up the, uh, device and, like, uh, what- what's going on? It's a long story. We should probably just get to work. Uh, you're not exactly the most trustworthy person in the world, we have to admit. Yeah! (laughs) No, but let me ask you this. Uh Uh-huh. Do you want to face this alone, or do you want some backup? Uh, I'm like, uh, uh, and I think I, like, stoop and pick up the remains of the potato, like, the the rest of the potato thing from the corpse, right? (laughs) Yep. Like, and I'm just like, uh, all right, let's do this. And I think for, like, we're gonna end on this cliffhanger, and I think (laughs) that's game, that in a nutshell, is uh, everything is you're in space and everything's fucked. Yeah, that's great. So I do want to say uh, lay out a mechanical thing that happened that that I I I I, I kind of fi added into where GM fiat added into will a little bit only because okay. I wanted it to happen. But um, were you to die there, like uh-huh. were you to actually die, there is a save point mechanic in the game. Okay. Where you can at any time declare that a room, if you reinforce a room that like you've cleared all of the threats out of. Uh-huh. So that first armory room, like you took care of all the threats. There was nothing in danger in that room. Yeah. Uh, that room becomes a save point. Okay. And if you die, you reappear in that save point with all of your gear. Oh, okay. So that is part of the sort of time loop uh, endless horror of it is that like if yeah. you die, you... But also it gives you the ability as you progress through the space to be like, I want this to be the new save point. Like, I want I want to start from here. Yeah. Oh, interesting. OK. But uh, I also just wanted to kill you because I wanted to showcase that. But um, yeah, of course, that was a, that was great. Uh, but, I, I, <laughs> but, but I do want to emphasize that, like, were we to continue playing, you would not have died. And that was just for the cliffhanger for the fun for the That's for the, totally for the fun fair. sake. That's um, totally fair. Uh, I liked uh I liked the, uh, I thought maybe he was going to kill me again. Like, I pictured, that's why I was like, we could talk about this, we could talk, and then just, like, kills the second clone as well. <laughs> like, like not today! Right. Uh, it also lends itself to this idea of, he's used to fighting ones that look like him, too. Oh, like, yeah, I didn't even think these, about that. Like, he realized this one was using a tool, oh, this was an actual clone. Like... My I, bad. I I love that, <laughs> and I feel like that's probably a thing that we find out later. Like that's right. that's definite one of the one of the monsters on the list is definitely like a mutated you, right? Or or like even the thi- uh, yeah yeah I like it's so great. I, I like the 
the guys that run and explode seem like they're probably also clo- like mm-hmm. bad clones from a different cloning device. Yep. Oh, this is uh, great. This game rules. This system's really cool. This game rules. I love it. This is fantastic. All of the random generators in here are incredibly good and cool. Uh-huh. Uh, this rips. This game rips. I could legitimately play this game for hours and hours and hours, and I feel like, but I feel like we also told the perfect like spotlight story of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. This game fucking rules. I also, I, I really like. Um, there's this. Uh, the way it uses cards. This um, map system is really interesting. Yeah, I like the way that like you you generate the map. I was using cards just to like illustrate it, but I love the way that you just like create rooms and are like, okay, cool. I see what direction the thing is that I'm trying to get to. So I can like, so I can like kind of like game of like, I got to keep going Northeast, right? Like if my major Mm -hmm. objective is here, I got to keep going this way, but it does not. But it says in the rules that I really love that, like it does not remove a room because you didn't go in it. If there are threats in that room, they're still there. Right. So like a thing can sneak up that little that little ooze guy could sneak up behind you if I decide like, well, you you didn't take care of it. It's still there. Yeah, it's going to get yes. us. That makes that makes a lot of sense. I uh, I've been uh, I, I just really like this. The the card thing is the way you use the cards. I thought that was part of the game. It It is and it isn't like the idea. It is that it is in that like um you're supposed to kind of be like, there's a door here and kind of build out sort of a, like a fantasy dungeon crawler right. style map and be like, here are the doors, here are the rooms. And then like right. just laying them out as cards on a table was just a really natural way to illustrate that. Have you ever played the Alien vs. Predator uh, card game? I have not. So like that game, you could, it's like, like every Alien vs. Predator thing, you could be aliens, Marines, or Predators. Mm-hmm. Um the way if you've ever played magic it kind of has lands yep, but the lands yep, yep. are like rooms and the like you you make one ship the other like the opponent makes one ship they are both docked at this at different places and it has like a setup of like certain cards and they're like hallway rooms and like whatever but then you deal out and flip cards in a similar way to this but it causes those are then rooms, right? Like, it's like, oh, here is another mess hall, or here is a hive room, and the, like, it just is a hived room. The alien doesn't have to hive it, and it has its own rules and everything based on which cards you flip. Love it. Um, And it strikes me that you could easily make that kind of dynamic out of a card game, uh, out of these cards. You know what I mean? Like, out of yeah, just, like, 100%. poker cards. Uh, and that's, like, a really interesting idea. Because you in your in your game you did that yes you have the uh, and and quiet year does it I've been playing a bunch of quiet year I like quiet year a lot um, I'm setting up a I'm adding a player into my campaign world uh, and I'm having him do quiet year for the place that he comes from and it's like love an it. island that people don't know about love it and uh, it's it's been so fun uh, to kind of do that i think i'm gonna like every time we because it's a world building it's one of the powered by apocalypse games every time we do uh a new go to a new place i might like a country not like anytime we go to a town or whatever but like kind of figure out what has this country's last year been like love it um it makes the game a lot of uh a lot more fun to then play you get to know the place sure yeah 
Same We've as been, that's it's a, it's exactly the same as the like anyone can wear the mask where you build that city kind of on the fly. Yeah, what is anyone can build anyone can wear the mask? What's this? That's the game. That, that, that's my game. Anyone oh, can wear the mask? Oh, that's your that's your superhero game. Yes. Oh, cool. I didn't know that about that game. Oh, yeah, you got to you got to read any. I'll I'll send you anyone can wear the mask after the this. The game I was talking about, which is the one that I the the game of yours that I have played is um What's it called? Characters uh, Welcome. Characters right? Welcome. Yeah. Love it. Um, and, but you use the cards in that one as well to build the mystery and the locations. And that was really fulfilling as a DM to just like have this ability to, oh, uh, it's, well, it's a nightclub. Like, oh, it's the man who smiles with too many teeth. Like that kind of stuff was really cool. I know exactly uh, what you mean. Uh, I, I, this, this poker card, uh, uh, usage in RPGs that has started kind of cropping up. It seems like, uh, it was an obvious thing that hasn't been done that often mm-hmm. yet. I'm in, I'm into it. Cool. Uh, this game ripped. Yeah. That's this game, very good. This game was extremely good. When uh, does it come out? Uh, it will be out at the time of this episode's release. So by the time I have pinged you on Twitter and sent you the Facebook link, this game will be available. Got it. Is it a, um, what's it called? Uh, is it for one player? It is for two players, one station and one, one struggler. One. Okay. So that's what I meant. Uh, for one, for two players. Yeah. Yeah. It is explicitly for two people. Like you are explicitly the only person on this miserable space station. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, I uh, I've always had an idea of doing like a moon type thing, mm-hmm. like the movie Moon. I really love that movie, uh, and it's just so rife for more things having that plot where more than one character is the same person but with clones. Like, I just it's so be- it's such a beautiful, uh, weird set thing that we haven't seen a lot of. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Well, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for playing this with me. Uh, before we wrap up, where can people find you and your work online? Wormtooth was also gracious enough to record us an end of episode. Where can people find your work online segment? Wormtooth, take it away. You can see, uh, you know, all my music on wormtooth.net um, or my music videos. I feel like uh, my music videos, I'm very proud of my music videos. So uh, youtube.com slash wormtooth. That's W-O-R-M-T-O-O-T-H. Um, and yeah, you can find all of that. Uh, Well, thank you so much for playing it with me. This game was everything that I wanted it to be and then some. And for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future me. Thanks, distant past me. Uh, And thanks again to Wormtooth for coming on to the show. That game was just an absolute blast. Like, it was gory and funny and scary and weird. And, like, legitimately, I have been smiling about this game since we played it. And given that that was a very long time ago, I think that says a lot. Be sure to check out the playable demo of You're in Space and Everything's Fucked at fork20.itch.io. That's F-O-R-K-T-W-E-N-T-Y dot itch.io. And be sure to check out the game's Kickstarter on March 7th.
And be sure to check out all of Wormtooth's work at wormtooth.net. Be sure to check out the new album, The Man in the Long Coat, on Spotify, YouTube, or Bandcamp. And head to youtube.com slash wormtooth to check out his music videos. And follow him on Instagram at instagram.com slash underscore wormtooth. Then, after you've done all of those things, I want you to head over to Twitter and follow us at Party of One Pod. Then like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash Discord. Follow the show on Tumblr at partyofonepod.tumblr.com and be sure to follow the show on TikTok at partyofonepodcast. If you enjoyed the show, which I really hope you did, you can support it at Patreon at patreon.com slash jeffstormer or ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer. You can also leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Podchaser. Tell a friend about the show. Give us a shout out on social media. There's a lot of things you can do and I appreciate all of them. Speaking of stuff you can do, you can also head to bit.ly slash partyofonemerch and buy a t-shirt or a sticker. Uh, That's also just a great thing you can do. Now, after you've done all of that, you're probably thinking, damn, I wish I had a few more great podcasts that I could check out. I've got two that I think you'll really enjoy. Check out All My Fantasy Children, which is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast on the One Shot Podcast Network, where my best friend, Eric Gatano Saez, take a listener-submitted prompt. We spin it into an original fantasy character and populate a shared universe one story at a time. You can also check out Yazeba's Bed and Breakfast, which is an award-winning actual play about a heartless witch, a cozy house, and all of the many people making their homes inside. You can find that at tinyurl.com slash podcast. Party of One is, as always, produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. Music for this episode comes from the song The Man in the Long Coat by Wormtooth. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, coming on the show as a guest, or about press coverage of the show, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And... Unless I am mistaken, that is all we do here. So, until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And here, instead of our usual outro, is the man in the long coat by Wormtooth. Party on, everybody. Take it away, Wormtooth. Man in the long coat. Well, I'm a sigils, keep vigil, mind the limelight. A lot of spells fizzle if they ain't quite timed right. The spice is a bit of the lyrics I wind tight. Find myself behind the veil in my wine, right in my cup, deep. Am I deep enough sleep? I've seen enough to keep at least until this beat is up. Bleak to the beat, heated up. Find your media, needle bit between my teeth till I'm seasoned up. Keep the stitches within my reach. Find the need in you. Feed yourself reasons to be. Barely keeping up, seeking out those eager to breathe. Rhyme off key enough, keep it on beat. Preach, let them see the beast in you. Over this hopeless hoax, but it ain't over me. We could go ghost for ghost if there's an opening. Roasting them over the coals, won't let the Ronin see. Grasping and smoking ghosts to let the omen speak. I let the omen speak.
Watch me pivot and similar, better stop Riddle with symbols as I fiddle with the knobs Sit up on the pinnacle, fill the vessel Kill God, can't kill, sis fist rolling that rock All potent ghosts, that's why they quote me Backwards, over notes, chewing rosaries Harbor no hopes of growth and now I'm notably Over these cardboard crows who only quote the beast Hope the peace inside grows, the hell do I know? Grow the beast instead, abandon all hope There's never more than bread and wine I'm doing fine though, I'm lying If I said I even love what I wrote But still, I killed a man in the long coat